And we got plenty to talk to Shaletta about, but uh, let's start with this uh, special tonight, Shaletta. I've seen you uh, promoting it on CARE 11. It's, uh, it's a topic that is of the forefront right now. That's the mental health of our kids and what we can do about it, what we can do to improve it. Ex- explain uh, this, this program that's airing tonight and how you got involved with this. Well, first of all, hey, I ain't talked to you all week. How you doing? I'm all right. We'll get to the you funny stuff, but I just want okay. to give you a chance I to... Just, I just need to say hi to you. Uh, yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good afternoon. Good I'm afternoon good. to you. I'm good. You know, I, I tell you what, I did not realize what our kids were going through. Yeah. I really didn't. I'm living in a house with a teenager, and I'm just thinking he's got a bad, funky attitude. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to get put on punishment and get all his privileges taken. And the boy's just really... Uh, sad and upset because he missed his freshman year of high school and never got over that. And then I kept him out for his sophomore year. And then, you know, we've got a stabbing death of a 15-year-old at Harding High School. Horrible. Horrible. You know, and and, and all of that, our kids have never got a chance to process that. You know, um, they can't drink it away like we be trying to do. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Uh, They don't have those outlets. And, And so... You know, they internalize a lot of stuff. And, and I didn't even realize that my own child was having a mental health crisis until he said, Mama, I think I need to see somebody. I was like, what, you need to go to the barbershop? He's like, no, I need to see somebody to talk to him. I was like, well, you can talk to me. You know, I'm your mama. Mamas fix everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and that's when I learned mamas can't fix everything. And and as a parent, you think, have I failed because my son's having a problem mm-hmm. and I can't solve it? You know, what does that say about me if, if I can't fix the problem? I'm mama. And, and so, you know, I just started talking to ladies in my mom's group and some dads and, you know, folks who've got teenagers as well. And they were like, these kids are hurting. And the situation at Harding High School where this child died did not help. And so um, I started thinking about what I could do. And then I realized at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, my uh, podcast network, we have three licensed mental health therapists on our team, practicing therapists. And I was like, oh, my God, we got all the resources we need right here. And so I wanted to do a town hall on my network, broadcast it on Facebook and Twitter Live, let these mental health professionals take questions in real time on social media from teachers and parents and teens um, and address that topic of, of mental health and where do you get started? You know, do you go to Google? You know, once you realize yeah. I need to talk to somebody, what, where do you go? And, and why do we always wait until somebody's dead? You know, why can't we get in the front of this thing instead of, you know, behind it? Yeah. You know what surprises me and what was remarkable about your story, though, is that you're talking about Andrew, right? Yeah. That he had the foresight to say, I think I need to talk to somebody. And you know what? That tells me a lot. That tells me that um, they know, kids know that they have help available to them. Right, because we didn't know it wasn't no help. We didn't right. know nothing. I mean, they got Google. We was like, either I'm going to talk to the mama or the daddy or the priest, and if one of them can't figure it out, I don't know right. I don't know what's going to happen after that. So at least the, the, the thought process <laughs> is changing, at least among young kids, and that's that should be applauded, that the, at least – you know that kids know that there is a place to talk to, and we got we have to make it comfortable for them. 
yeah, and, and normal the for them, right? And that's the thing. Yeah. Because as parents, we want to internalize it. Well, why can't you just talk to me? Right. I'll tell you what to do, and it can be fixed. Why you want to go talk to somebody else? I made it all about me. He was like, can I just talk to somebody? I'm like, you're talking to somebody. You're talking to your mama, okay? I'm <laughs> yeah. right here. Where, where you going? I don't blame him not to want to talk to you. I don't know. I, I need somebody else. I'm sorry. So uh, so I went to uh, Bill Dahlman and um, the folks at Care 11, and I said, listen, I got an idea because I could do it on my podcast and network, but it's going to reach, what, 20, 25,000 folks? I said, we could do something in your studio. We could bring in some teens. We can bring in our three mental health experts. We can educate the educator, educate the parent, and educate the teen. You know, I, I said, you know, if y'all could just give us the space and this time, um, I really believe we could put together an amazing piece of broadcasting that will really help people. And I'm sitting up here trying to sell them the pitch, and they're like, you can stop talking when you want to meet. Mm. So I met with them earlier this week and uh, went over to the studio, and we came up with um, Hope and Healing, Navigating Life After School Tragedy. And so Dr. Verna Price, Lambert Fisher, Brandon Jones, along with some teens, including um, Christy Peel's son, Alec, mm-hmm. uh, Shay Sanderford's son, uh, daughter, Janae, and, and my son, Andrew, um, and Care Levin's uh, Sunrise uh, anchor, Jason Hackett. He's a new guy over there. We all sat in the studio, and for an hour, um, they provided tips, and these teens talked. And... I was just so blown away. We laughed, we cried, we pat each other on the back, um, we rubbed hands, uh, we hugged. It was just, it was, it was, it was really heavy, but it is really going to have an impact, Adam, because um, these teens opened up, and we want to talk about school tragedy. Yep. You know, like the the stabbing death at Harding and shootings, and you know, kids dying. And these kids were like, "Can y'all back up to the fights?" We were like, "What fights?" They were like lunchroom fights. And so they started explaining about how they have these lunchroom fights. And then the therapists who were right there said, this is how you can do to create a sense of safety for you mm. and your friends. Walk away. Uh, find a trusted adult. I mean, just in real time, we were having these conversations. And so when people log on tonight at 8 on care11.com or care11plus, um, from 8 to 9, you can eavesdrop on this conversation. I... Um, you know, would would love for folks to watch it with their teenager yeah. um, because it's eye-opening for the parents and the kids. And, look, I'm sitting up here, Adam. I'm like, we need to do this on team mental health, and we need to talk to the therapists on our team, and Shaletta makes me laugh, and this is a partnership between the NBC station and my podcasting network. And the Jason Hackett, the new guy, raised his hand. He was like, okay, so you want to do a, a whole uh, one-hour show talking about teens do you have any teens we could talk to? Hmm. How often do we talk about these kids, Adam, and we never talk never to talk them? Never talk to them, right. Never talk to them. Oh, I love it. I say everybody should watch it, and you, you raise a great point. Watch it with your kids, and then maybe that'll yeah. start, start a conversation, and you can be comfortable enough to say, you know what? If you can't talk to me, if you can't talk to mom or dad, we can find someone for you to talk to because I absolutely mm-hmm. think it's such a critical um, topic right now, and it's scary, and it's overwhelming at times. But once you open that conversation, um, I think a lot it gets better. can get done. Yeah. That's right. Uh, can we take? And it's gonna help the parents and the kids. That's yep. the thing. We're talking about team mental health, but it's not just for these kids to get better. Um, you know, as parents, we've got to get educated so that we can help our yep. kids. 
Let's take a break. I want to talk about uh, Shaletta goes back to the gym. That's what I want to talk about next. All right? Hang on. More Feisty Friday with Shaletta coming up on CCO. One twenty on a Friday afternoon. Talked to uh, Major Garrett last hour. Also, we're taking your calls and texts on who was your hero, wrong answers only, from the last two snow days. Uh, full hour is uh, already available on podcast at Chad Hartman Show or at WCCO Radio or wherever you get your podcast. Wait, wait. The producers are putting the podcast, the shows up in real time. Like, yes. while the show is going on, they are putting up. You No wonder I didn't make it. Y'all be looking for shows like from last Friday. I remember when I did Henry Lake show one time. He was like, hey, Shaletta, uh, last Tuesday when you did my show, did you have a podcast? And, nah, dog, I didn't get to it. My bad. Podcast? What's that? What's that? What is, is that? that? Is that in other duties as a sign? I don't know what you're talking about. So what are you doing? You're hitting the gym again, huh? I saw your tweet about uh, first time in uh, a long time you've been uh, inside the old gym. Huh? How'd it go? Was that hilarious? I said, I have not worked out since the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> since Bill Clinton was president. <laughs> Baby! So I I went to the doctor um, a couple weeks ago, and they said, Shaletta, you got high blood pressure. Ooh, and I was yeah. like, well, I work with crazy white men. What do you expect me to have? Okay? Yeah. I, I got two words for you, Adam Carter. Yes. Adam Carter. And they prescribed me diet and exercise. Yep. And so I said, okay, I love my children more than I love fried chicken. So let me put this salty food down, the bacon and all the fun stuff that I love to eat, and let me eat healthy. Let me pull out the salads and the boiled eggs and the fruits and veggies and all that good stuff. And and, and they said, wait, we we said exercise too. I was like, like gym like exercise? Like what do you? I don't I don't know what you mean by exercise. They were like the same thing. Exercise is meant for. Uh, Ever. You get in the gym and work out. Adam, I didn't even have the right shoes on. I was in there with some slippers. <laughs> <laughs> and the little lady, she was just so nice. She had a little bra and a little yoga pants and she had a little tennis shoes on. And she was like, and you're mad. I was like, you're mad Lauer? What are you talking about? She was like, oh, you <laughs> Matt La- oh, Matt Lauer's here? Know. Really? What? Oh, my God. I don't feel safe. Uh, <laughs> and so, so you know, we, we were doing the exercise, and she was telling me to breathe, and I'm glad she did because I had to be reminded because I stopped. Um, <laughs> and then I realized that workout counting is different than regular counting. Yes, longer. It's so, much longer. Yes. So she says one more. She means one more set of the four. Yeah in the set. So I kept stopping, wondering why everybody else was still stomping around. It's because when she says one more, she means one more of the set. Um, and so, uh, I, you know, I didn't realize that. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm so, still in shock. Sounds like you were doing like a group exercise, a group. Yes, it was like a group cardio. Because think about the blood pressure apparently is, is you want to, you know, get heart health. Yes. And so you want to do your cardio. You want to get your heart pumping, you know, and, and so, yeah. So, and I'm going to tell you something. It worked because before I, I worked out. Um, I took my blood pressure here at the house, and it was like 150-something over 90. Mm. And when I finished, it was like 118 over 80. Mm. And I was like, okay, all right, this is this works. And so, you know, let me tell you something, Adam. I turned 51 early this month. You know, our birthdays are not too far apart. That's right, I remember that. And 
I'm going to just tell you, 51 knocked on the door, came inside and told me, have a seat right here. <laughs> have a seat. Sit down. Real girl. talk. Real talk. Yes. 51 was like, girl, sit down because a lot of things are about to change. All those things that say 50 and older, it now applies to you. Mm-hmm. And so I have really had to, like, reserve my energy. You know, I knew I had this big thing coming up at Care 11 today, and I was going to be hosting with the ink. I had to give it 110%. So, like, last night I got to bed early. Like, I didn't talk on the phone and gossip with my girlfriends. Hmm. I, I tried not to harass Sean too much. <laughs> uh, Cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> right. Instead of having him cook dinner and wash dishes, he just cooked dinner, you know. And, and so, you know, I'm having to, like, you know, make choices and decide where I want to spend my energy on and how much am I going to be able to give to this or that or, you know, and, and so now it's, this is honest to goodness truth, it's friends that call me, I see they calling, I can't pick up because it takes too much energy to talk to them. Hmm. I don't know if you have any friends like that, but CJ, if you're going to be friends with CJ, you got to have some energy. Yeah. You you because she you just don't, can't she be, don't drain you. Yeah. You can't just get jump on the phone talk about hey girl. Mm-mm. Can't be passive and just like allow that a friendly conversation. No, no. back to the group exercise. Do you find that motivates you, or would you rather just kind of do it on your own? You know what? Starting tomorrow, I'll be in the basement. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. I don't know if you do, but I don't like it. I don't. I don't like um, being in there, um, and I don't know what to be doing. I don't know how to count right. Uh, I'm not bending all the way over, and you know they say, "Oh well, you don't have to do the jump, and you could just stay in place and do it." And and I'm like, I could stay in place in my basement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't have to go out on the roads. It's ten degrees outside. Right, and and you know I had to leave my house, and I come back, and the kids are all in my bed playing the iPads. Nobody got up, got ready for school. Nobody start packing the backpacks. No snacks were made. It was just like. I left, and I got double the work in less time. This is going to stress me out more than life. Yeah. Uh, so so, I, so, what I did was on the um, Xfinity Comcast little thing, you know, you, type, you, you say cardio, right? Yeah. And then a bunch of workout videos come up. Well, you could subscribe. I didn't know this, but you could subscribe to them. So instead of going to the gym, I paid $7.99, and now I can just work out in the basement right off of my Comcast little uh, box thing. And so the same little type of lady, I, I don't even know if it might be her. They look just alike. Uh, same type of outfit, you know, because I looked at a couple of them, and they were pretty much doing the same routine. Yeah. And I don't have to leave my house. I did and that. It's cold outside. I did that during the pandemic where my wife and I actually, yeah, like there's tons of workouts on TV that you could pull up. And if you commit to it, if you follow along, they're just as. Uh, um, invigorating is the ones you could do at the gym. So, um, and I feel safer at the house. Yes. Like, like I, I just kind of walk, you know, just kind of walk through a couple of them after I got the kids off to school, and I was able to, um, you know, just you know, in my shoes, and 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 I didn't have to, you know, just get the right outfits and you know, make sure my teeth were brushed and, you know, and then you got to interact with people. Hey, how yeah. you doing? All right. Now, what's your name? What's your name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm Shaletta. Nice. I could just do my thing and then, you know, be right here for the kids if something happens. And so, you know, as we get busier and we're doing more with less, I just, I think, you know, just kind of doing it in the house like you were doing yeah. is better because then when you're done, you don't have to get back in the car and try to go home. That's right. 
you just come upstairs and start making breakfast and getting everybody ready for school. So so that's what I'll be doing from now on. But it was an experience. I tell you, I don't think uh, that people will ever forget me. I must have passed all kind of gas. That woman said, bend over. I was like, ma'am, I have not, if I could bend over, I'd still be married. Okay, if I could touch my toes, i still have a husband. Okay, you think I could get down there and touch my toes? I cannot. I can see them and wave at them. I don't know them anymore, okay? I don't know these toes. <laughs> Did Sean did John clear out your driveway? Well, you know, Andrew did. Oh, and of course that's he was right. dancing. And of course I took some video and of course I think he's on two hundred and fifty thousand views right now. Yeah, well it, it turned into a gif. I saw that. A gif for gifs. Now he's like yes. he's famous for for one of those small little videos. Boy, I tell you, he. I told him, I said, you are on punishment right now. You should not even be going viral again. But he was out there with the snowblower, and I was in my bedroom just kind of looking out there to make sure he was doing what he was supposed to be doing because, you know, I just opened the window at minus six degrees and be like, hey, boy, yeah. get your work done. <laughs> and I looked out there, and he was just dancing, and he was having so much fun because he knew I probably because he knew I couldn't come out there because it was cold, and he had his music playing. And when I tell you that boy was dancing up a storm, and the moves, he looked like little James Brown, little yeah. Usher. And and the snow was up above the snowblower, and he just left it there, and he was getting it. So, of course, I snapped a little video and, and posted it. So, I think, like I said, last I checked, he was up to 250,000 wow. views. But, yeah, he's he's snowblowing, uh, dancing king. I tell you, them Toro people better call me. I got their <laughs> next Super Bowl commercial right here yeah, at, uh, in Cottage Grove. I don't know what they're waiting on. Uh, remind us again tonight, 8 o'clock on CARE 11. Care11.com and Care11 Plus. Um, also on Care11's YouTube page is Healing and Hope, Navigating Life After School Tragedy. It's for parents, teens, and educators. One last question for you to launch into our next conversation. Do you still have faith in uh, public schools? Yes, I do. Good. That's going to be our conversation because public school enrollment has dropped slightly and we're going to talk about it too. I want to hear from the listeners. Do you have faith in Minnesota public schools? I will be listening to that. That's going to be a good segment, Adam. Who yep. you got coming on? Are you just going to talk to people? Callers. What you doing? Texters. Just me. I'm going to, get, I'm going to opine and then allow our listeners to uh, chime in as well. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Okay, that's going to be good. Okay, I'm going to hang up and listen to that. Thank you, Shaletta. There she goes. All right, have Shal- a good weekend. Yeah, you too, Shaletta Brundage. Feisty Fridays with Shaletta. That's the question. Uh, do you have faith in Minnesota public schools? Why or why not? I'll give my answer, and I want to hear yours. 651-461-9226. That conversation next. I still have faith in public schools. I know that's not a very dramatic statement. But considering the ways, at least since I've been paying attention over the last couple of years, that public schools have been coming under attack, I think it's okay to say that every once in a while. Are they perfect? Of course not. Can public schools be improved? Of course. And they should be. And a lot of it does have to do with funding. Not all of it, though. But the reason I bring that up is because more news today that more and more students, not dramatically, not as dramatically as during the pandemic, but more and more students are leaving public schools. Minnesota's public school enrollment, uh, this from the Star Tribune, slipped for a third consecutive year last fall, according to state data released, but the losses are not as steep as during the pandemic. State's public schools lost about 
500 students overall, including early childhood and pre-kindergarten programs, a slide of less than 1%, similar rate as the year before. Loss most prominent in K-12 through schools where enrollment dropped by about 2,400 students. Now, during the pandemic, early childhood through 12th grade lost 21,000 schools. So it's not that dramatic. But still, uh, more families are choosing charter schools or private schools, which is great. If they want to send your schools to charter schools, to private schools, that's your prerogative if you have the ability to do that. And I just feel like the time is now to examine, and we do it every year. We, 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 this is one of those conversations we consistently have where it doesn't seem like the solutions are easy to grasp for one side or the other. And, of course, politics gets involved with it. It always does. But do you have faith in public schools fundamentally as they exist now? Not like every single aspect, but the base of which we can believe in and improve on to educate our kids. Or how do we change that? If you don't believe in public schools, maybe that's strong. If you, it just, if you have doubts about public school system, how do we change it? What is the number one thing you do to change public schools? Interesting to get your thoughts. 651-461-9226. I send my kids, both kids, to uh, public schools, the same school system that I went to. And I've had faith in that school system, even though in the face of I've heard friends of mine tell me, people who I know very much say that, you know, those, that school district is not what it used to be. Okay. What does that mean exactly? And how do we change it then? And what is the exact goal that we're looking for? What is the ideal of the, of the public school that you're thinking about? Um, somebody texting in, 651-461-9226. Public schools are the foundation of our country. Vouchers allowing public money to pay for private schools would erode our public education, thereby making our country less than. Less than all modern democracies and failing to a third world castle. Caste system, excuse me, caste system. That's part of the conversation, too. School vouchers, school choice. Does that erode the public school system even further if we lose that? If, we, if those numbers become steeper? If those uh, numbers of students leaving public schools to go to private or charter schools steepen? Then is it worth saving? Um, 651-461-9226. Um, Adams, there's no fee for most charter schools. I, re- I realize that. Um, we need to retrain and cr- retain and recruit quality teachers and staff. Uh, here's a text that I think we're going to get a lot of responses about. More discipline in the classroom to help teachers and students focus on academic growth. Uh, I agree with that. I think in too many places it has become out of control that there has been something lost where problem students, students with behavioral problems are so disruptive that they cause too much of a problem and and make it difficult for regular students or normal students or students who are um, not behavioral, do not have behavioral problems, making it difficult for uh, them to learn. 651-461-9226. Public schools need to get back to teaching the basics, math, science, history, and not idealism 
idealism should be taught from home. That conversation is going to come up. Okay, what are we? The teaching of uh, gender identity, the teaching of uh, of equality, of racial components, the age at which they are taught. That is leading this, driving this conversation right now as to what's wrong with public schools. And some of it's unfair. Some of it I don't think is, though. Cynthia is on the line on the uh, John Schu- excuse me, the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Cynthia, go ahead. Uh, I'll just start out uh, with that co- the question I started with. Do you still believe in public schools? Very much so. Yes, I do. I have a son that happens to be a school teacher and a daughter that happens to be an interpreter mm-hmm. at the high school in Winona. Very much so. I do believe that in public school. All my kids went to public school, turned out okay, no problem. Okay, Cynthia, thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Catherine on line three. Catherine, go ahead. Hi, Adam. Yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering why is it that we can't look at you know charter schools mm-hmm. and at public schools and take what's good yes. from the charter schools and integrate it into the public schools. Are they having another thing? I was just going to ask you, Adam. Are the charter schools having the same kind of problems as the public schools are? I don't. I've never heard of that. I haven't heard of it. Not does. Yep. It doesn't mean that those problems don't exist there. But I, I guess I haven't paid, paid close enough attention to know if or not if those problems are are happening there. Thank you for the call, Catherine. Excuse me. And I think her point there is is a good one. Okay. If we take positives from charter schools and use what's working there is it specialization because that's to me when i think of charter schools i think of specialization i think of schools that focus on um, you know languages or focuses on science should we make public schools more um, I, I guess focus centric like you could focus on one thing would that make it better or do we still adhere to you need the basic uh, foundation of education. I certainly think at this case up to a certain age, but would public schools be more attractive if they were more specialized? Sure. I mean, you can you can look around the world, and that's what a lot of you know major nations do. Germany mm-hmm. uh, specializes at a pretty young age, like twelve or thirteen, is when you kind of get put into one of three different distinct schools. One is more trades. One's more mm-hmm. higher academics. Uh, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. It's been working in Germany for a long time. I don't know if it would work here or not. Uh, I, I my first reaction with that is I'm like, Ugh. yeah, but then I want, you, I want everybody to get a full education. I know? do too, but uh, okay. But if it starts at twelve, okay, it's you know up to twelve. So what is a twelve year old? Is that what a sixth grader? Uh, I believe seventh. Seventh grader. Okay, so let's say you're starting at seventh grade now. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that that might be the age. I mean, we talk we talked to Jordana. I've talked about the lack of uh, trade skills and the lack of people going into trades now, and that is something you know. Like back when I went to high school, if somebody was like in Votech, mm-hmm. vocational, that was there was like a stigma to it. Like, oh, that's not a. Yep. And it shouldn't be that way. It should, it should absolutely should not be that way. If the if a student wants to focus on that. That should be just as important and just as emphasized as, and as any other kind of uh, curriculum that they want to take. Uh, Tim has called back uh, in this. What, Tim? Go ahead. Hey, Adam. Yeah, I, Adam. Yeah, I had to weigh in on this one with 35 years of public school teaching and watching all the ebbs and flows 
um, still have a wife who's a public school teacher now, the number one thing we could do to help public education is consistent and quality funding for our public schools. And the answer isn't to take part of the money schools are now receiving and give it away to other entities to educate kids in other ways because that's going to hurt the kids who are staying in school. It seems like so many of the ideas that we come up with to be better for kids actually hurt, harm other kids. And uh, that's happened so many times in public education. Somebody comes up with a brainstorm of this is how to do it, but it's going to divert some of the funding somewhere else. Well, the kids who choose to remain in the public school end up suffering because of that. Um, the other big thing is fully funding special education. Yep. So schools do not have to use 17% of their annual budget to pay for services that should be paid for by yes. the state or federal government. Let me ask you this, Tim, because, you know, yeah. when fully funding, you know, that's that's we hear that a lot. And if the people who hear that and want to push back saying, well, you know, throwing money, put, you know, more money isn't the answer. When you say fully funding, like you just brought up special education, what is another area, just one singular area where if people realized that a lack of funding, how it contributes to the current state of public schools, what would that be? Um, well, one of, one of the things is, I'll give you a, I'll give you a perfect example. Say the PSEO program, the post-secondary enrollment option where mm-hmm. kids can go to a college and the money that would have come to their school diverts to that college um, and goes with them where they're going to school. Well, if five kids choose PSEO at about $10,000 per pupil funding per kid, that's $50,000. That's a starting teacher's salary and benefits. Okay. So all the other kids who remain in that school lose access to programs, opportunities, whatnot, because five kids chose to go PSEO. Um, that's one example. Another example is the things that we now have to pay fees for as parents that our parents never had to pay for. I would, I would imagine you never paid a dime to participate in football and your equipment was probably provided for you. I know in our school district, they've lowered it now, but for a few years there, when budget was tighter, kids paid $350 for varsity sport. Yeah. So if a kid was a three-sport athlete, their parents were shelling out over $1,000 for them to be able to participate. And I personally think it's all those experiences in school that are just as important as academics. And when money comes tight, those are the things that tend to go in the specialty programs like higher science, art, that kind of thing. Thanks, Tim. Uh, thank you for the call. We're uh, just up against the clock, but yeah, good input yeah. there. Uh, 149 News Talk 830 WCCO. We'll keep the conversation going next. Fish Friday. It's Fish Fry Friday. Fish Fry Friday. Not easy to say. So yeah, that's what. Fish tonight? Uh, I hope to catch some fish tonight. Yeah. 
Oh, you're I'm fishing going ice already. fishing. Going ice fishing. That quick. Um, probably eat a frozen pizza. So no, I'm not Catholic, so I don't have to adhere to the uh, to the fish or seafood. I'm not either, but I you know I love this fish time fries, of year. Oh, yeah. I crave it. We uh, talked to Joy Summers yesterday, yeah. and they were highlighting great uh, restaurants in the Twin Cities. I think I think I might be going to Anchor. Oh yeah, Is that's that on tops the list? up there. Yeah, that was on, absolutely on the list, and that's way up there. Uh, but it's kind of weird because. A fish fry is different, I guess, from fish and chips, which we had this conversation. It is, day. yes. Uh, and a good fish fry, you know, like I think of VFW or a oh, yeah. American Legion. There's a church in Woodbury. I forget the name of it. I always forget the name of my friend, Anna Weisenberger, uh, brought me there one time. Unbelievable fish fry. It's a Catholic church right off of 94 in Woodbury. Somebody will text me, I'm sure, with the answer to that. But, oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to wrap up our conversation on public school system. Um, uh, with the news that, not dramatically, but public schools slipped, uh, students' enrollment in public schools slipped a little bit. Um, be glad Minnesota's not Florida. This is from a text, 651-461-9226. Public schools in Florida are a dumpster fire. The governor and government are actively working to kill public schools by moving funding from public schools to private and charter schools with vouchers. If you're rich, you have a, if you're rich, you have a chance. If you're not, you are SOL. Somebody pushing back against uh, Tim saying PSEO is bad is simply ludicrous. You're literally getting two-for-one deal for those kids. And we're giving young people a head start on the post-secondary. The argument is tired and short-sighted. Those monies are for the student, not the school. It moves with the student. But yeah. I think if you're budgeting, though, and you expect a certain amount of students to be in your district. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Tim was necessarily against PSEO necessarily, yeah. but he was against the funding that is associated with it, yeah. uh, they're saying that funding, regardless, should be you know something that the schools should receive. No, I, I think PSEO is is a positive for students and schools and society in general. Getting a little head start, sure, head start, saving your family some money. Yeah, uh, no, there there are great things about PSEO. I tried to do that uh, when I was in. We had uh, the International Baccalaureate Program mm-hmm. in South St. Paul, and it was such a sweet. I mean, it looked like a great deal. Like, oh yeah, you know, take these IB level courses, advanced courses, and earn college credit. Ahead of time, uh, I failed to do that. I yeah. took some classes, but I, I didn't go. The you had to commit all the way and take the test and do the full scholarship program. I wasn't even an AP kid. I, I didn't take any of those courses either. I went straight down the line. <laughs> no ambition. For, no ambition. For Absolutely not. And here I am. Uh, Guardian Angel. Someone suggests that was the name of that church. I think. Um, not one cent for church schools unless they're no longer tax exempt. Make an argument for that. 651-461-9226. We'll move along. Uh, our friend and yours, Chad Hartman, who usually would be on the airways at this time, I believe he's in Hawaii. I can't confirm that, but I believe he's in Hawaii. We'll have a chance to talk to Chad uh, from Hawaii, our 50th, is it? No, our 49th state. Or was Hawaii the 50th? I think Hawaii was. Or was Alaska 50th? Yeah, Alaska's 49. Yeah. Then Hawaii's, Hawaii's 50. 50. Yeah. One of those two, whatever. Public schools. Uh, it's warmer there. <laughs> it's warmer. Th- That's right. There's a result of our public school system. But I believe in them. Damn it, I believe in public schools. I will talk to Chad coming up. Do not go anywhere. The latest from CBS and an update on that Amber Alert. Police looking for a little boy uh, from Lakeville. It's all coming up.